she's pregnant. Sorry, I was thinking out loud. Anyways. Yes, I should just get into this. Yeah, it's been a while, man. I couldn't find a guest for today. Uh, I wish I could, I could say that. I think I'm just lazy. Sorry, my cat's in the room. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come right here. I never thought I'd be a cat person. I don't like cats, but I like this one. Dumbass. Vente. I'm raised to be a Mexican cat. I speak Spanish. Vente. Hey. Let go. Let go of the shoelace. Let go. I don't want this to be that. Anyways. Yeah. So... Stand-up is going well, um, I think, yeah, had a showing at Red Yards Monday, did pretty well, felt good, man, because the day before, I, Sundays is at Liberty Station, Mondays is at Red Yards, I, found, I made the list at Red Yards, so I decided to come to Liberty Station first, Liberty Station this past Sunday was one of the worst bombs I've ever had Probably the worst that I can that, that I can remember. So I was like, like, lacking confidence for a second. Come here, lacking so much confidence that so much so that all day Monday because these things are usually at night. Like I I, I was ready to go to Ruds, but all all day through Monday I was just like, I was just not feeling it. I was struggling to come up with something funny. I'm like, hey, you don't fit there no more. You don't fit there. Why are you running now? Shit. Anyway. Yeah, I was struggling on them. So much to the point I even I even considered quitting. So I had to fix my posture. I even considered quitting. Like, I remember when, when I used to, when, when playing football, it was those tough days that, where where nothing went your way, like practice was kicking your ass, you didn't feel you're you're not feeling it, you're just going through the motions at that point, and like you're you legit consider like man, I'm not I might not even show up tomorrow, but then like you show up the next day, you know you get over it, and then like you feel like doing it again, and I think that's what it was like all day yes uh, on Monday. All day Monday, I actually considered quitting doing stand up, and it it wasn't like like not it wasn't that strong of a thought. It was just like some that that went through my head, and like I knew what it was because I had that feeling before. But you know, I kind of had an awareness, kind of had an awareness of what that feeling that feeling was gonna pass. So. I went into I went to Rudd Yards, Rudd's thinking um, yeah I'm gonna like this might suck but like let me just get through this. Ah oh, you bitch, come here, come here, come here. Put my cat don't don't touch my khakis. You bitch, wait till y'all see her. Let's snatch her. So like I was I was thinking you know let me go through the motions maybe it's just an unsatisfying feeling oh here she comes here she comes here she comes come here come here come here there you are right there come through all the way she went under the covers and I said I was gonna go through the motions and I was like you know what if it goes well it might but I don't think it's gonna go well and I was wrong. Yeah, actually had one of my best best showings, my best sets, strong set beginning to end, and it felt good. You know, I even got off the I got off the stage shaking. It felt good. It felt uh, like I was shaking, but like I was like, you know, this is very. It was the most satisfying feeling I ever had, knowing that the night before I was one of the, probably the worst. Where are you going? Where are you going? Don't dig into, uh, stupid. 
stupid got stuck. I think he she fell, fell in between the fucking bed. You know, between the bed and the wall. Vente, are you on? Are you down there? Come here. Hold on, let me just see if she's not stuck. I'll be right back. Vente, the room is not that big. Not through there, stupid. Through the, you're at the bottom of the bed. Anyway, she's fine. Not stuck. Oh, boy. Growing my hair back out. She's getting... starting to get annoying because it's starting to reach my eyes. Which... Uh, man, I can't believe... can't believe I cut it, man. That was a... That took so long to get it to that point. Vent! Fucking bitch. But yeah. Rudyards. Uh, should I be saying their name so much? Yeah, I did good. Like, I had a strong set. And I'm at this weird place where I'm not sure if I like or don't like compliments. You know, like, there's these, like, mental health awareness posts uh, you see on social medias that's... And I saw one that, uh, one of them that says, how to how to take a compliment. And it's really just... It shows you how to accept the compliment, which I don't like. Because I'm quasi... Quasi, quasi feels good, kind of feels, you know... I just know, like, uh, what what it would do to me. It's not... At some point, I feel like I don't want it to stroke my ego because I don't want any of that. But everyone was just like, "Hey, man, that was you did good up there." Like, and like, I, and to humble myself, like on the way home, I just listened to the recording over and over again. Which was, you motherfucker, get down! This is gonna be thirty minutes of this, motherfucker. Get down. Getting fat. I'm body shaving my cat. Fat ass, get down. She's not even that fat. You're gonna get stuck again. Come here. Anyway. Hmm. Here's a thought, dude. Like four legged animals. What are you doing? Come here. Stop. No. Come here. Come here. You're looking right at you're looking at me. Do four-legged animals, do they have shoulders or do they have hips? That's one thing that's been ringing my bell. No, they say, like, the, the, the hind legs are hips. But the but they're, they're the, the front front legs are shoulders. But no. If the front... The front... Front... Feet are front legs. I've started. The front legs are feet. The legs. So wouldn't the socket on top be shoulders? Not shoulders, but hips. Because it's all legs. If it were arms, yeah, I could see a monkey having arms, uh, shoulders, but not hips. Hmm. Anyways. So the humble myself, I listened to. My <laughs> I have to go back. Going on tangents. Come here. Come here. Get away from my guitar. Or near it, motherfucker. I listened to my set over and over again to humble myself, and I, like what I realized is listening to it. You better not jump on the window. Listen to my set over and over again. I try to see what went, what was it that went right that, that made made it that's that those five minutes successful. What I realized is like everything was executed perfectly, but like most of the stuff, like the segues and the punchlines and delivery, uh, for the most part, was almost unintentional. Like it naturally came out, and I think that's why what, what made it sound good. But it was all unintentional, and like what I want to work on is. Come here. she is guys so what I wanted to work on was what I want to start working on is how do I make th those segues how do I make the uh, delivery feel natural but at the same time on purpose come here 
She's purring. Hey, that's you. That's you. She's still looking at her, so when you can. Okay. I'll let you down now. You want to see it. Ow, 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 ow. Come on. There you go. Get out of here. Yeah, she finally left. She doesn't come back. Anyways, where was I? Now that she's we're alone, let me close the door so she won't come back in. That was annoying. Ah. Ugh. Ugh. I look like a sissy picking her up. God damn. I never like cats. I never, I never fucking like cats until now. Well, even I didn't like this fucking cat when we first got her. Like we, we saw her like she was like, like a, a small kitten, probably like the size of this microphone right now. Like that when we found her, I was dropping my, I went to go drop my sister off at school and. And we saw it like at the entrance of a, of of a, of our neighborhood, and we saw that it was on in the middle of the road and it was about to be run over by a, a minivan that that was stopped. It was just sitting in the middle of the road. Then like it moved. Well, I told my sister, "Get hey, get out of that. Get get out there and, and get it. Not get it, but get it out of the way." Which is what I told her. Just get it out of, out of the way. It's gonna get run over. But no, my my sister like, it. and the cat when, when we first got her, it, she was like very. Pissed off all the time, like it was scratching, biting, hissing, like the hard hiss, not a. It was like, like every time you would go near her, not even touch her, but like my sister. Crazy is crazy enough to like just fucking snatch, snatch it up while it was biting. We don't even know if it has rabies or not, but. So my sister snatched it up. It was angry. It was pissed off, but it, it calmed down a little bit when, cause, cause she for some reason she. She just like grabbed her in the way that she stopped panicking. I'm like, and we're like in the car ride to the school. I'm, just, I'm we're like arguing because like, hey, we you gotta give we gotta give her to somewhere. She can't ride back in the car with me. She's too pissed off. She's gonna scratch or bite me, and like, she's not gonna stay still. So that was a panicky ride back home because like we can. I told her like give it to the uh uh uh, uh what they call it, the FFA kids. Maybe they they'll have it around. This is like no, they only like deal with farm animals or some shit. Whatever, but like that was a very panicky car ride home, because I don't know, like it was like right there on the floor, on the passenger floor, then it like went under the seats, and I'm panicking, like what if this is under my seat? Then it starts like mauling at my leg while I'm I'm uh, mauling on my leg while I'm driving. Oh man. So when I finally got home, she was like still, she was very pissed off when you would go near her. Now we had some lactate, lactate, like some, some formula uh, uh, milk for cats in, in the pantry for some reason. So I got, I filled up a little bowl of that, give it to her, she was hungry. And she was in my car for about like two hours, probably, because she was in my truck. I, like I couldn't, I couldn't get her out. She was very pissed off every time you went to grab her. Like I told my dad, look, hey dad, I need help. This this cat is not coming out of my my truck. So my dad got his like a uh, construction gloves, put them on, and he's like, like, look, man, grab this. She's pissed off. Grab this tube, push her from the other side of the sea, and I'll snatch her. And when we snatch her, I'll put it put her in the cage. So we do it, and like the cat was pissed because like my dad had to grab had grab it by the tail so it didn't so it doesn't bite. Which I think I think was kind of unnecessary, but you know I don't know the way my dad thinks. That's like a man from from the, from the ranch. So we we don't we grab him like dump it on the cage, and my dad's like putting the paws to, uh, putting the, the 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 his hand with a glove on it to to for it to wait till it calms down, and was just like angry still. Anyways, like by the time my sister got home. Like it spent, I think the the kitten spent like two nights in the in the garage. It was like pissed off. Anytime you go went near the cage, it went like, <laughs> like like it, it snapped at you. And when it wasn't, it, it 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 slept. It slept a lot. It must have been like super tired because it was it was like cold when we found her. No, I hated and I hated it because it it, it wasn't like that with my sister. I hated this cat because it, it, it really had like a problem with me. <sighs> Anyways. So yeah, two days, like a couple days passed. 
And my sister has her in, in a room at this point. Now, my sister has bunnies at the time. We don't have them no more. My sister has bunnies. And they're in this cage. And it's one of those puzzle cages that you put the corners together with, like, with like uh, little circle clips or something. Yeah, so it's like a puzzle piece cage. My bunnies, the bunnies are in. There's, like, probably five of them in there. Um, Four. I think there are four bunnies in the, in the cage. With these four bunnies, um, and one by itself, Theo, man, I miss, man, I miss them a little bit. Anyways, like one time, my sister, when she was sleeping, like the cat must have like, the kid, well, it was still a baby kitten. It was, it went up to the cage, and and when the bunnies saw the cat, they would go up to the cage, try to stick their nose through a hole in the cage. And I think it must have hissed or like scratched a little bit, cause like when it did, the bunny, like the all bunnies started like, they like tore the fuck out of the cage. Now the, they're able to jump over the cage if if it's not if it's not high enough, like maybe two squares up, they they could jump over. But they just like bursted through that bitch, just like went hammock. And my sister was sleeping at the time, so it, all you hear was like. <laughs> And like, and, and the bunnies are like, like stomping on the ground because I think they do that when they're scared. They're like, like stomping. And the and, and like I, I'm I'm and and my sister told me like this probably happened like three in the morning that that, that woke her up. Like that's got to be a rude awakening. So anyways, like one time I was alone with the I was alone with the uh, with, with the with the animals. Uh, while my parents were were and my sister my parents were at work. My sister was at school and I was alone with the animals and. All of a sudden, I hear, I hear, well, while I was in the living room trying to watch a movie, I forgot what movie I was watching, I hear the same shit again, like the loud, thunderous thudding. The bunnies, like, I knew, I just knew the bunnies broke through the cage again, and like, I knew the cat, I, I thought the cat was still angry, so I, I wasn't gonna pick up the cat, if the, if, if it was, um. It was it was still hissy, so I went in there and I could not find the cat, but I could find the bunnies. They were like lodged in between the bed and the and the wall. Some of them, some of them were like still panicky. I had to rebuild the cage though, and and like the floor is all covered in shit, so I have to like rebuild the cage on top of shit, on top of bunny shit and piss, and like I have to. So I finished piecing the things together. It took me about an hour to do the whole thing to put the cage together and put them in the cage. And I'm like, I'm panicking because it took me like another 30 minutes to find, like, the whole time I couldn't find the cat. I'm like, oh shit, I'm panicking because I think the thing is dead. And like, like, and my dad told me, like, while he was pissed off, like, that, that cat is going to die because it's pissed off. It's like, it's like fucking angry and it's, too, and it's a kitten. And like, oh my god, I'm panicking. So, I, like, after about a half hour, I, 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 like, the cage was on wheels. The cat's cage, not the, uh, fucking, there's a cat walking outside right now. The cat's cage was on wheels. And then, like, I had to pick up, like, as soon as I rolled a little bit, I realized the cat, the kitten was, like, flat on the ground. Not, like, laying, like, like laying down on the ground. Like, flat on the ground, like, paws, four paws stretched out on its stomach. And I realized, oh, thank God, it's safe. And he wasn't hissing at me for some reason. But I wasn't going to take a chance, so this whole time... So so I went into the into the garage and got the same construction tools my dad used. I moved the cage into the living room. Uh the cage had like a, a blanket on top and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god." And and I don't want to keep the thing in the cage cuz it, it, it it's it's a little depressing. So I got the ki- I got her I, I got her cage moved to the living room cuz it was on wheels and then I like carefully slowly picked her up and she was like like more relaxed this time. Oh, like thank God, it's easy. But I still like was really skeptical with the with the, with the with because I had the construction tool uh, construction gloves on, and I could finally pick her up and I put her on top of the cage on top of the blanket. And I like that's that's when it, like when I realized okay I think it's done it's done biting me it's not gonna bite me no more, it's not gonna hiss at me it's not gonna scratch me. So yeah no, we decided to to get rid of. Either the bunnies or the cat. My sister chose the bunnies, and we got we sent them back to the farm, and we kept the cat. Which is weird, cause I never fucking like like cats. I think they're like, they don't play with you. They fucking just lay around. They they walk around all entitlement with their white privilege, and when um, like when I when I when I was moved out, when I was living in Brenham, I lived in the house paying rent. I, I was renting out a room. And th- there was this mouser cat named uh, Smoke, I think. Smoke, yeah. And this cat was a 
fucking asshole, man. Fucking hated that cat. I had to buy laser pointers and shit to distract it because, like, what it would do is, like, I would go downstairs. I'm in the second floor. I would go downstairs into the kitchen to grab something. Then when I go upstairs, the, the, the fucking smoke, fucking smoke, son of a bitch is, like, laying on the on the staircase, hissing at me every time I take a couple steps up. Motherfucker, like, I'm not going to take a chance of no, 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 uh, no cat biting me. And I'm scared. Like, I'm trying to, like, I even try to be friendly, nothing. And what was fucked up was I go down sometimes without my phone, so I was, like, sitting there for, like, half an hour, an hour, Waiting for this cat to move out the fucking stairway. But no, it just keeps looking at you. And, and like, right then, fucking there, I don't fucking like cats. But this one, this cat is different because it, fi- it fucking likes me, at least. Yeah, it walks around. I, I wish you could meet... I wish I could get a girlfriend like I get this cat. You know, she's... You know, first she's all combative. Fucking hissing at you. Like, well, th- she, she thinks you're threatening. But, like, after she warms up to you, she's... No... Like, just purring, walking around, like, standing in front of you, showing her ass. But, you know, I think that's, I think that's how it works. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Fucking, no way, man. So, ah, man, it's just been exhausting keeping up with, with, um, with football, man. Like, I don't watch the NFL like I used to. You know, I remember, like, last year probably, or earlier in the season, earlier this season even, that I would watch all the NFL recaps, on, uh, all the game recaps on, on YouTube of all the week game, all the, the the games that week. And I, I would watch it nonstop. <sighs> nonstop. Like, all the games that happened in the week, I watched the recap. All of a sudden, like, it's dead to me. I got into a fight with like some of these uh, 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 some college football fan fans, so-called fans. They um, yeah, it was like it, it was an argument about the uh, players opting out. You know, they they choose. You know, there's a bowl game, but they're going into the they're gonna get drafted, so they don't want to like uh, risk risk getting hurt on on like uh, on the la- on a bowl game, the last game of the season. So they opt out and, and and start training for the draft, uh, because you know if you get hurt, like your your draft capital could drop. You know you get you, and I I got into an argument with this one one other dude. He was like, you know, I forgot something about like, yeah, it was Matt Corral, uh, from Ole Miss, the quarterback from Ole Miss. He was supposed to be like one of the top quarterback draft pre- prospects in this draft. And he got, they say he probably just sprained his ankle, which I'm glad that he's okay. But, like, it meant, like even a torn Achilles, that could, like, fuck up your draft. Like, and, like, what this dude said was, like, a, a somewhat in- ignorant because he will, he brought up, like, he, he's going to make million, he's going to make it to the league anyways. Like, it's not that simple, man. Like, just to say, like, he's going to get, get drafted anyhow, like, it's not that simple. Like you, if you you watch these uh the the how the numbers play out, like uh, you lose money the the further down you go go from the board. So like they like number one overall pick to the to to two number two overall pick in the just in the first round, bro. Like you're making you lose a significant amount of money if that dude and he's not even like this is a, supposed to be supposedly a weak quarterback class. Uh, I, I that's what I heard. It's nothing. No quarterbacks that will knock your socks off. Uh, from, and so what? The, what the issue is that he's already like probably gonna be a middle to late first round pick. So if he bumps down to the second, like second round, or even to the down to the last, even to the end of the first round, he's losing tens of millions. And like this, this dude just kept saying, "Well, he's gonna make millions anyway." I'm like. Like, dude, it's like, like I'm your, I'm an advisor to you. Uh, you, you have a, a on a business decision. Like, there's one deal that says, uh, stop what you're doing now and win ten million, or keep what you're doing now and later earn and get this deal that's worth five million. You're not gonna take the fucking five million just because you, you, oh, you're making millions anyhow. No, you're gonna, you're gonna like it, it, the. 
you, you, the smart decision will be to take the ten million as soon as you can. Now I'm I'm glad Corral is okay. I'm glad the dude is okay because they say he just sprained his ankle, so it won't it won't like uh it's not n nothing long term. Like if he tore his Achilles, that would be more unforgivable and and, and heart heart reckoning. But but he he's gonna be fine. However, like it does feel like a, a sprained ankle. You're not gonna like really fight through fight through that injury. Uh, like that's a, I've had sprained ankles before. It's something you can fight through, but he it's not something that needs crutches, from what I heard, from from my experience. But the dude came out with crutches, and yeah, dude, dude's gonna be all right. I'm glad. I'm glad he's okay. But this guy went went on to say like these players opting out is the reason why it, it's ruining college football. Ruin, ruining college football. Like, no the fuck is not. Like, players getting paid and all that. That's not fucking ruining college football. If that's all it takes to ruin college football for you, you're not a fucking really, you're not a fucking football fan. It's simple as that. Like, I'm a Texans fan. The Texans, like, not, Deshaun Watson's not playing. I don't, I don't say it's ruining the season. No, I still, I still love watching the Texans. I don't care. Like, the, this, the, the team was supposed to be 0-17 this season. That was, like, all the, the prediction. That's how bad down in the dirt they were. And we have had two fucking upsets this year. Fucking against the Titans and against the, the Chargers. And we swept the fucking Jaguars. Who were supposed to be supposed to be better than us. So like that's that's a real football fan. A guy who looks at the upside of everything. And college football is becoming a business like the like the NFL. Is the college football college football became like soccer. Which is way better. There's no salary cap. These players can make whatever the fuck they want. They go, they go to the highest bidder. Spencer Rattler had no reason to go to the South Carolina, but he went to South Carolina. Now I'm excited to see him go go to South Carolina. Maybe he improves on his game. I, I want to see what, what what happens to Lincoln Lincoln Riley down at USC. Probably USC becomes dominant again. Now that they're gonna, they have one of the best developing quarterback coaches on 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 their team as the head coach. So so yeah, fuck, it's a business now. It goes to the highest bidder. Big like, and it's not like like before before the players were gonna play. It was any better. It was still going. All the recruits were going to Alabama, and I like the power imbalance that 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 it get, that it's given because Alabama does, probably doesn't have as much money as somewhere like Notre Notre Dame, which is a private institution. All this, all like, which it's gonna bring like hopefully some shit like this brings balance somewhat. Fucking Deion Sanders, I would love to. I would like to play play for Coach Prime, and I'm gonna call him Coach Prime to be respect. Coach Prime, I will I, like the, the what he did. He got the number like probably the number one recruit to go to a HBCU FCS team, which is fucking unbelievable, man. Like when you think about it, like hopefully is the first domino to fall. But like I remember, I I listened to like. I, I I watch videos and like uh, and whatever and I like I study. I go to like these old draft classes where the guys go to were coming from small schools. Ben Ben Roethlisberger went from Miami of Ohio. I never even heard of that school. Never even saw it on TV. But like when I heard of it, I was like, oh yeah, like my, I didn't know there was a Ohio and Miami in Ohio. And, and then then I I realized then I saw the James Harrison a uh, uh, documentary of football life. James Harrison. And I was like, oh, Ben Roethlisberger, he went to Miami of Ohio. Uh, like, it's it's probably gonna bring, and I hope it that happens because, like, who was the last small school? The only small school guy, which is not really a small school, is like like the, the quarterbacks who get drafted from North, North Dakota State, like Carson Wentz and 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 and, and Trey Lance, because they 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 put good film out there, and they and I think they're gonna, I think North Dakota is ma making like some FCS. National championship dynasty. Like Jerry Goff went to Cal, which is not which I don't think it, like I I had no idea like I know where Cal is I know Marshawn Lynch and, and and Aaron Rodgers went there, but like I had no idea Cal was like this big school that could produce a number one overall pick quarterback. Like it's because like now it's all. The, the 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 powerhouse college uh, the playoff schools uh, Alabama Ohio State uh Oklahoma University uh, is it University of Oklahoma or Oklahoma University like whatever Oklahoma the, the, the Oklahoma Sooners and whatever the last team 
to 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 make it, whether whether it be Clemson, yeah, Clemson. So it'd be those four schools that get all the all the fucking draft, pro, uh, all the fucking guys drafted, all the p- players at a high school want to go to those schools, and and, and like which leads the the rest. The Pac-12 is fucking weak. I don't, I don't, the the I don't know why the the uh, the the fucking American Athletic the the AAC C conference the AAC doesn't replace the Pac-12. It's a more competitive. Like at least they they got Cincinnati in the playoffs, which deserved to be there, by the way. If it was Notre Dame, if it was Notre Dame instead of Cincinnati, let's be honest, it's fucking going to be like forty-two to, to six. They're not even like at least Cincinnati. You got to give them credit; they kept it down to twenty-seven points, which should be a fucking disappointing for like by Alabama standards, considering they just upset the 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 Georgia for the for the SEC ch- uh, national uh, uh, SEC championship. <sighs> Anyways, fuck. I think I'll retire. That was exhausting. I'm passionate, bro. You see uh, Antonio Brown fucking uh, like Antonio Brown walking off the field. Uh, I was like, at this point, I'm done with that motherfucker, bro. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad. All right, let me slow down. I don't know how to breathe. Hold on. I need to practice breathing. I think what I know when I normally normally breathe is short in and short out, short in and short out. Which I'm not think. I don't think it's. I think it's right. I think you have to like worry on your diet. Fix my posture too. So I got scoliosis. Hold on. All right, let's go back into it. All right, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, like I, I was done with him. He broke my heart because, like, I used to watch when he was in Pittsburgh. Man, it was just amazing to watch. Dude, dude was like, see this undersized sixth round pick, because that's the story I was, I, I, I grew up on. Antonio Brown, like the sixth round pick from Central Michigan, who. War number 84, because 8 times 4 equals 32. 32 teams that passed on him. And, like, the story was, uh, like, there, it was this amazing story. I was, like, this wide-eyed kid in high school just watching. I would watch his highlights repeatedly. Like, it was amazing that a guy like that could be uh, could be the best receiver in football. The dude is my size n- now, probably. Dude, dude is my size now. Probably if I gain, like, probably 20 pounds, I'll... I'll be there, but yeah, like I would just watch him. His like the energy, his like his smile, his uh, his just his charisma and and the joy he had. I saw it like it in Pittsburgh when he was dominating, man. Hall of Fame level level career. So when all this stuff started happening, I was like, fuck, man. Broke my fucking heart. Broke my heart, man. I looked up to this man. And, like, I know mental health is now getting thrown at, but you can have mental health problems and be an asshole. Two things can be true. Man. It's CTE, man. Like, it's a... They say they're getting tired of it becoming an excuse. Well, you don't really know who has it until the player dies. So what's going to happen? So what's gonna happen before it becomes a uh, 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 not not even an excuse, a reason, a legitimate reason to to his behavior? His brain is probably putting right now, and like the like, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for this. Like Aaron Hernandez was found with CTE, like after he after he hung himself in prison. Now, like what the uh, like, the cliche, the right thing to say supposedly was like, "Good riddance," when when you find out he died, like. It was like he gets no sympathy from me. CTE doesn't make you better. Boo bad about like. Okay, but when the then what? When you have to like, for it to make sense, what do you what do you go to? For anything, any of that to make sense, why would a guy playing, playing for a Super Bowl team, a Super Bowl caliber team, because they couldn't win one at the time, uh, throw all that away, like? 
I wouldn't commit a murder now because I'm afraid to lose my job. I uh, think if I was making NFL money, I would. I wouldn't. Ri I would risk it. It's like that Norm Macdonald. There's a lot of downside to be a psychosexual sadist. If I were, I would never kill a woman in cold blood. But if I like, I know I say that now. I don't really know. If I ever do, I will plan it carefully, very carefully. Because if you think about it, there's a lot at stake. You probably, uh, I don't know, lose your job. I don't know what happens to you. <laughs> yeah. When did? Some, don't you think sometimes those no excuse people get get annoying? Like I used to. Uh, like I'm one of those no excuse guys uh, on on many on many levels. Like. And you gotta have to have that, but at some point, I can't just imagine like going out like, "Hey, dude, I got shot." You're making yourself the victim. If you see yourself as the victim, like, dude, I got shot. My fucking abdomen is bleeding. Can you fucking get help me? Fuck, I'm not gonna like. Maybe when I can't pay the hospital bill, I can maybe see your point. But like, can can you help me right now? Fucking, it gets no. It's, it gets annoying at some point. Fucking welfare. I don't know where where this shit is going. Like fucking welfare. Here's my take on welfare. Can a motherfucker get some help? Can a motherfucker get a sandwich? <laughs> but yeah, when when do you stop? Like when you you can't like just stop be dismissive too. That's one that one issue I have. Where, like that's a big problem. People being dismissive. When Dave Chappelle was going through his, through in, through, through his, uh, when he disappeared, when he left Chappelle show, like, and he had in like all these interviews, like people trying to figure out why did he leave fifty million on the table of a successful show. Probably one of the the the, the biggest sketch comedy sh show to challenge SNL, who probably has a monopoly on that genre. Why is he crazy? He's on, and he said like like being calling someone crazy. It's dismissive. It's like it doesn't address the issue. It, it makes you pretend like you're you have the solution to a problem that you have no interest in 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 in, 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 in resolving or confronting. That's why a lot of relationships fought, fell. Fault. Like like what like a problem I have with, with women don't know how to how to argue without being dismissive, and they do that all they do it all the time. Oh, you're angry. We can't. Uh, oh, you're angry. You're just angry. I don't. Want, uh, you're just a jerk. You're just an asshole. You can't handle me. I can't handle you, bitch. Like yeah, no, fuck. Uh. When you do that, like it, it was, it takes it, like takes away the whole like. There's a reason. Like when guys talk, we we try to like be very analytical, psychological. We gotta, hey man, we gotta break this down. Get down to the root. What could it, what could it be? You you, you like I. And this is like a a toxic trait in in relation in relationships with not even like a, 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 a relationships relationship with your family with your parents with your sister like here's a here's a, like some I I went through my sister the other day yesterday this shit was yesterday like my sister like I, I my sister like confronted me about doing my doing stand up it was like you're not and she is really harsh about it. She's not even critical. She's just like being deliberately insulting. I was like, I don't find you funny. Uh, you're not funny. Nobody laughs at your stuff. Like, I'm not. I'm quoting her. I'm fucking quoting her. That's that's really her, that's her. And she, and like, so I was like, oh, this is the set from Ruds I played her where that that actually, and like, I went uh, so I told her, look if I play play for you. 
and you hear how how well it went, what then what are you gonna do? I'm not I, like, and she's still, she's still on that mindset, being dismissive of it. Well, I, I don't care. Like, it's not gonna be funny if I don't laugh. You, 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 if I don't laugh, then you're not funny. Oh, really? Really? That that's all you're basing it on? All right. And then I played it with the car on the car, and like I turned it up. Immediately, all the criticism is nothing. Has nothing to do with my standup. Yeah, like I can. What did you say? I can barely hear you. Like you know, good and damn well, you heard clearly what was said. It's just one old lady laughing. Then like the fucking. Then like uh, two seconds after that, the, uh, uh, like I get a uh, like like a big pop. The crowd laughs. Then like I'm I'm looking at her and she's like, uh-huh. she's starting to get uncomfortable. Not with what I, what like not with the the set, but because well she her criticism is like like collapsing. There's no. Legitimate foundation with for her. Then she brings up, "Ew, why does that guy laugh like that?" Because like one of the audience members, he's, she's making fun of the people laughing at me. And I'm like, I'm I'm calling her out, Betsy. You're not fucking. You can't like you can't admit that you're wrong. You're trying not. You're trying to avoid like like avoid it. What? You're getting so offended. Like. It's like, cause like I'm, you hear the audience laughing, and you you're smiling at it. You even find this shit funny, and like you're being so, and you're being dismissive because you're trying not to be wrong. That's all you're trying to do. You're try, just trying not to be wrong. What? Like, uh, that's exactly how she sounds. You try, like you spend so much time trying to tell me that I'm not funny that when you. F- when you see the funny, like, like the, like the funniest shit that I'm doing, is working, but you're not acknowledging it. Throwing the chessboard in the air, you have like she has no argument. She has no argument, so she's just like saying so, like we're playing chess. She says something's wrong with the pieces, or you have like something's wrong with the board. So like this game is stupid. Why are we even playing this anyway? And think you you can't do that and think you win the game. Sorry, it's my cat. Oh man, I'm going hot and heavy. All right. <sighs> I'm all right. I'm all right. This is supposed to be funny. No, this is hard, man. Like I just want. That's why I, I I struggle in relationships to be honest, because like I don't I don't I don't I just don't uh, condone that I don't enable that type that type of shit I don't enable that behavior, and many situations like a like they say it's compromise but it's not compromise. Here's what compromise is, like even when like you, you get into an argument with your, like with a girl, and it's like at some point she always brings up, yeah, we're not going there, yeah, I'm not gonna get into that, yeah, I'm, we're not doing this. Oh, I, I see. This is what a compromise is. I don't like it, so we're gonna stop. I don't, I don't feel right, so we're not gonna get into this. That's what a compromise is. Is you both make her comfortable. Hmm. And I'm not, like that word toxic gets tossed around. Like I hate using it because it's get, it gets tossed around so much. It's overused. It loses its 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 power. At something, it's glorified. I think. Yeah, they 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 want to argue, but they also want to be right. Like I'm not, it, like the Patrice O'Neill says, so, like you don't have an opinion; your opinion has you. And that's wh- what it is to most of them. Like you think 
this is the right way to think. So you attach yourself to the point where the way you think has you. That's, that brings me back to that dismissive part. Oh, you're probably just insecure. Or you probably have a little day. Like, at that point, like, first of all, you're attacking. You're not even talking about what we were talking about. You're, ta you're, you're attacking me. Don't. Don't have an argument, attack the person. Which is a which is a fallacy. I need to start using the words. Uh, it's a philosophy, I never use that shit. Once I'm uh, like I had to end it with, with the I had to end it with with, with this old girl and cuz um she wanted to take pictures. Now I know that may sound min I know that may sound minuscule. Let's try to calm down. That may sound like a minuscule, trivial thing to 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 to, to break up over, but like it's not. It's way deeper than that. I don't like taking pictures. Like my family knows that. Like every t every family event, like my aunt and my mom goes, "Hey, we gotta take a picture," and they know I don't like it, so I don't. Cause like oh we gotta make memories. I don't see stuff. I don't see life that way. I don't see like you have to make memories through photos. Like when my grandfather passed away, I told him like the stuff that really is important to me. I don't have a picture of all his advice, the all our interactions when we were the that when he rode in the car from in 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 my in the car with me for one last time. I don't have a picture of any of that. So mem like my mem I don't want to have memories through through. Through pictures and photographs. That's not my style. And I've always been that way. I'm, I don't like taking pictures. So I, like, I've, and I've always been that way. But this one girl, it was like she was really adamant. Was like, I want to take a, like she was really adamant about taking this picture, picture. And I was like, no, I don't. I like I don't want to. It's not. It's not. Not something I want to do. So you can take a picture of yourself. I'll take a picture of you. But I don't want to. I don't want to be in it. But why are we? Well, why are you? I, why? Look. My mother, my family doesn't understand, doesn't get a picture, a picture with me. Okay, my my family doesn't, my mother doesn't knows not not to not to take a picture of me. My aunt knows, my grandmother knows, my all my, my my father knows. They know I don't like doing that. So why? So if I do this with you, I'll be simping. It's not fair to them. I'm not trying to like. I'm not gonna change who I am just to to, to appease you. And, and, and like I know it, it might be looking, I, I might be looking. You're making you're making a big deal out of it. That, all right, that's the dismissive part. You're making a big deal. No, it's the little things that count. You work like anything you do in life. They they always tell you it's the little things that that you have to do right in order for the whole thing to, to work out. The best athletes. Oh yeah, well, what's so good about the uh, um, uh, Julio Jones? He does the small things right. It's all the little things he he pay, he he plays attention to, and that like oh um any like Elon Musk uh fucking like anybody who's successful ask them oh it's the little things that you have to pay attention to. That's the same thing with relationships. It's the little things you have to pay attention to. You're at a restaurant, and I don't know if this ever happened to you. Like the waiter messes up your they mess up your order. Uh, and your woman feels the need to step in. Excuse me, he didn't order rice. He ordered French fries. You gotta stop her right fucking there because it. it she's trying to. I don't want her. Like, look, it may seem like a little thing, like some small right there, but I can't allow that. Why? Because I don't want you to have the feeling that you need to do this for me. Like, I can, I can stand up for myself. I need you to understand that. Like if if I have a problem with it, I'll talk to the waiter. Do not do this for me. That's that's a, I think that's what that's what's called a shit test. It's called a shit test. Like what what they like like even from beginning to end, you ask a girl, hey, like you you go up to talk to a girl, hey, and she tells you, oh, I have a boyfriend. Never never take that shit at face value. Never take that shit at face value because it might be a way, and they don't. It's not something they do intentional, intentionally. They don't do this on purpose. 
but it's something they have to do in order to, in order to test you or else how are they going to know you're up for for the test like me i like strong women i like strong women i don't care like like they sometimes combative like cuz i know the the achievement is to get them to to look at me like like what you're supposed to do man in any relationship she has to look at you like she doesn't have to be your mama she doesn't have to be your, your she has doesn't have to hold your hand she looks at you like okay he can handle he can handle his business he does like i don't don't gain dependency from your job as a man like like as a man don't gain get any dependency from her but let her know you she can have dependency from you that's all that it is man that's strong like the strongest marriages that's how it lasts like my like that's how my grandfather and my grandmother stay stay together for so long look my grand cuz my grandfather look i got us if you want to help do what you, do what you can you can get a job but like let let me try to take care of us that's why my, my mom and my dad there it's a teamwork it's like It's like a quarterback wide receiver relationship. Let's go let's go to sports analogy so so y'all can get this. You know, as a man, you have to be a quarterback. Your girl has to be your wide receiver. Y'all need to have some type of connection to have some success. Now, what type of receiver do you have? You have like the 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 the, the one that you force feed too much that it, that you always have to get her the ball or you and what type of quarterback do you want to be? Are you going to be like the one who has to throw screen passes cuz you can't deliver it down the field? No, you got you can't cuz you can't deliver as, as well as you should. Think of every wide receiver quarterback relationship. Every time that the receiver is a better player than than the quarterback, it does not last. Matt Schaub and Andre Johnson. Matt Andre Johnson is a better player than Matt Schaub. That's why they did that that, that relationship didn't last. So, so listen, like you, you, like every man as a quarterback saying, look, like, let's get on the same frequency. If we work together, I could get you 1500 yards this season. That's how it is. I could get you the ball anywhere. Just, but I need like, what I need you to do for me is know that. Like know where where you stand. You're the receiver. Like any receiver. Like like, like any receiver. You ever seen a like a, a, a receiver try try to take uh, uh try to play quarterback? It's fucking awful. LSU had a receiver playing quarterback last night. Fucking the Broncos because of COVID last season had to have a a, a receiver at quarterback and th- and that they went to shit. No, you gotta like as an. Like every guy has to deliver to a point where the to their receiver could be productive. Now, re- being a receiver is, is is a dependent position, and like every uh, anyone who watches football can tell you that. But not, but that receiver still has to make things happen. Yeah, I could get you the ball. Can you run after the catch? Yeah, I could I could throw I I could throw you the post the the fade the go route. But can you create separation? Can you outrun your cornerback? If you just half-ass your routes, I'm not. I can't get you the ball. So any woman who like like when Chris Rock said it, yeah, any relationship is hard if one person is working on it. It's like moving the couch. If one person is move is working on it, yeah, it's gonna be hard. <sighs> gotta be on the same frequency. That's all it is. But you gotta step up because you know you got the, the, the you got the toughest job. That's all it is. But yeah, there's like most of the, like every time I like probably my the two last relationships I've been in the ex they probably don't even know we we broken up yet. <laughs> I'm being legitimate, cause what like what I do is like, 
like I said, you you a result of uh, as not building that dependency on them. Like a result is that you're gonna be fine when they leave. Like you, you ever see like these people? They leave a relationship and then they say, "I gotta work on myself." The way and the way and the way that I look at it is like that means you gave too much. That means you gave too much. Like if that person left, they took enough of you. That that left you needing to repair yourself, whether it be emotionally, mentally, even physically. Who who, who the fuck knows? But like, if you're working on yourself, that you should take that sign. Don't be you. You were too attached. You you gave you too much of yourself to to someone else. I always tell this like every time every every girl I talk to like. I, I tell them now, like I want you to have the option to leave. If this thing is gonna be too damaging to you, whether it because it could not work out, look, I'm not gonna be abusive. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. But like, if you feel like it is, it, it, this is gonna be damaging to you. I want you to be able to leave, cause I'm gonna be able to leave. That's what a relationship is. We're not together. I'm with you. You're with me. One of us will leave, and it's over. As simple as that. And back to, like, our place, and, like, and I hate this because it's, like, it's, like, a really old-fashioned way to think, but, like, it, it really, it really works from, from, from what I could tell. The, I'm with, I'm with you, you're with me. Guys, the reasons, like, and the the easiest way I could put it, look, man, our happy, like our happiness is simple. That's all it is. We could be happy if you leave us alone. I'm talking to the girls. If you leave girls, if you ladies, if you leave us alone, that sometimes makes us happy. That's if you if you leave like like sometimes that's all it takes. Like if. It, if it, what what I'm trying to get at is our happiness is simple. So the the reasons I'm with you, the like your happiness is, your happiness is more complicated. It's like emotional. It's emotional. It's a combination of emotional, physical, psychological. It's a combination of all that. It's much more complicated because it like so like that's why it's it's it, it's tough that's why it, it, like I tell we have to be the ones to step up we have to be the quarterback taking charge the reasons you're with me are much more dire than the reasons I'm with you the reasons I'm with you are s- simple and not not too hard to grasp. I want to see you. I I'm physically attracted to you. I'm not yet emotionally or uh, there mentally. I'm kind of there. The reasons I'm I'm with you are 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 simple. Your job like your job to keep me is simple. The reasons you're with me are more critical. If, if that makes sense. <sighs> anyway, love, man, I thought I was gonna be here for thirty minutes, man. It took an fucking hour. God damn. Oh man, hopefully I could. I need I need someone because I want I want to sound like a fucking woman hater, man. Like it, it like the the the, the he man women's haters club. No, that I don't want this to be that. That's why like I try to contact. I need more female guests. That's what I need because. To have these type of discussions with because like it sounds like I want to sound like a raven lunatic sometimes. I want I like I want my point of view to be combative. Like I com, not combative, but like I want to want it to be argue, like stretch the fabric. Now the difference is like like I said, don't Patrice O'Neill said, don't have your opinion. You have your opinion, don't let your opinion have you. Don't don't be married. No, not to dig your heels in on some things. Because when I argue this stuff, look, I always leave space in my head in case I am wrong. 
That's what I, I like. I always have to tell myself. In case I'm wrong, I want to have this room to admit that I'm wrong. Because if I'm wrong, it's it's damn. It, it's gonna be. Damn. I look stupid with a hat now. I need to grow my hair out more. I want to be able to admit that I, I'm able to admit that I'm when I'm wrong, and I'm able to see stuff from another point of view. That's what I like. That's what's important to me. <sighs> Anyways. I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully. And and before I go, like, the reason I have, I have trouble is, um, I can't get any women guests on the phone because got fucking guys, like, some of the girls I try to reach out are fucking, uh, are, are some, they're, for lack of a better term, they're attractive. So, like, I know their DMs and fucking message, message, message boards are fucking filled with guys trying to send dick pics or shooting the shot, whatever, whatever the fuck is the case. And like I'm empathetic. I don't expect like the uh, uh uh any anyone anyone out there to fucking scroll through that shit like, "Hey, you want to be on my podcast?" No. So, I get it. But you know, I still try to reach out. Still. All right. Guess we're going to end it at that. If y'all made it this far, man, thank y'all. Uh I try to have a guest for next time. Maybe we could talk some comedy or not. Maybe we could talk something else. But I guess I'll see you guys next time.